0: Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing
1: it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. You
0: bet. This is Sports Open Line
1: on KMOX. We do continue on here on a Monday night. Cardinals off today. They'll open up a West Coast swing tomorrow that starts with a series against the San Diego Padres. Cardinals offense in a little bit of a lull. Albert Pujols still two home runs away from 700. A lot to get to. Let's uh, welcome in somebody who covers the team for the Belleville News Democrat. He is Jeff Jones. You can follow him on Twitter at JM Jones. Jeff, thanks so much for the time. How are you? Doing great, man. How are you? I am good. I'll ask you the question I get asked more than any other question right now. Is there any reason to be worried about the Cardinals from a run scoring standpoint?
0: Um, I, I think that there's some reason to be worried, only because when you looked at how successful they were in August, that was a team that had a lot of players clicking all at the same time. You know, outside of Goldschmidt and Arenado, you also had Corey Dickerson hitting about 430 for the month of August. You had Lars Nootbaar back with a vengeance coming out of the All-Star break. And, you know, you saw production coming from basically all, all quadrants of the lineup. I think now, instead, what you're seeing is those four guys, really basically everybody except for Albert Pujols and, to some extent, Yadier Molina, uh, kind of going into a slump at the same time. Now, an optimist would say that, you know, baseball is cyclical. These things should should wear themselves out, and maybe by the time they hit the postseason, uh, it'll be kicked back into high gear. But, you know, I guess that's the thing that that, that relies on proof of concept, and I think this week when you have a matchup uh, against, against two probably likely playoff teams plus the Brewers, uh, that should be a pretty good litmus test.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because I, my belief is that these games really don't mean that much for the Cardinals right now. They're in really good shape. They should win the division barring an epic collapse where now they're going to go play the Padres, and the Padres are in fight-scratch-claw mode to try to get into the postseason. So I'm really curious what these games are going to end up looking like.
0: Yeah, I do think there's something to, you know, when you're playing Cincinnati and you're playing Pittsburgh, the, the, the risk that you could play down to the level of an opponent, I do think it's something that, that teams – struggle not to fall into even, you know, even if they say all the right things and even if they do all the right preparation. So maybe there's a little bit of, you know, rising tide lifting all boats happening this week, but definitely the Padres, if nothing else are going to be a team that, as you said, is really trying to, you know, sew up a a playoff spot. So the Cardinals are going to have to come in on their toes and and do what they can to sort of kickstart the offense as quickly as possible.
1: Do you think it's challenging for a manager and Ali Marmels in his, his first year doing this, is it challenging for a manager to, kind of handle having a fairly large lead in the division in the final few weeks of a season?
0: I think it can be. I think with this particular club, given sort of the breadth of veteran leadership uh, and, you know, the number of guys in that room who not only know what they've done and and, and know how to handle it when you come down the stretch, but also the guys, a guy like Arenado, for example, who's never won a division and who is really hungry for that and he's been very clear about that, I do think that, you know, the makeup of the room helps a lot. And Ollie, to his credit, has not once shown this season. I think you know to not be up for the moment, or or, or to even you know have even slightly big eyes in in you know in, in the face of a big moment of the season. So I think broadly it can be with this particular group. I'm not so sure that's as much of a concern.
1: What's it like for you as you sit here? I mean, just. The storylines, the narratives this year, the Wainwright, uh, Molina, the pool. I mean, there's so many things going on, and we're seeing history made on like a nightly basis, and the crowds are, are incredible. It's just, it, it feels like on a nightly basis, here we are watching history.
0: You know, it's a little bit shocking when I sit down uh, and I, I do my pregame prep, and the things that I'm sort of making notes of in my notepad, you know, to keep track of throughout the game. A little bit of it has changed now that, that Wainwright and Molina have gotten to their record battery start, but making a note of how many home runs Albert has just in a notepad so I have it immediately at the front of my mind, making a note of what number start it is of, of these records that might be coming up and just sort of taking in all of the environment while at the same time, you know, trying to cover the team and trying to keep the season uh, in, in its proper perspective. It definitely has been, this is, this is my fifth full season on the beat. It, it, it's been unlike any other for sure. Uh, and I don't know that you could ever really duplicate this. I don't know how many teams would have at least two Hall of Fame players guaranteed to be retiring at the end, of, you know, at, at the end of a season, uh, with a third whose, whose future is uncertain, and to have all that happening at once in the midst of a pennant race is uh, overwhelming. Maybe is too strong, but it's maybe not that far off.
1: Jeff Jones covers the Cardinals for the Belleville News. Democrat continuing to join us here on Sports Open Line. I think it's really interesting that they're playing the Padres because – the padres make the big splash and, and at the trade deadline and they've been a big splash team over the last few years whether it's the money they've spent in the offseason whether it's kind of going against the industry trend and uh not playing around with service time and just letting players be up from the beginning and it kind of it hasn't worked out for them and then you have the cardinals who go make uh, the the more conservative move, moods they tr- moves they try to uh, fill up the spots where they need the most improvement, and the Cardinals are getting more out of it. I, I just uh, to me it's kind of fun to look at the way these two teams have done business and what you've seen the results of it with the Cardinals, and what you've seen uh, the results of it from the Padres. There is definitely something
0: to be said for organizational culture uh, and the way that the support systems around these structures help teams out. I mean, I think, frankly, that's the reason why the Padres went out and hired Bob Melvin this winter. That's somebody who obviously is a proven winner in baseball and, and one of the more respected managers in the game. I think, you know, we saw the Padres kind of melt down in real time in St. Louis here last fall when you had Tatis and Manny Machado kind of getting after each other on the dugout. And then you had the next day where Tatis just gets to pop up in center field. And then the Padres were pretty well off the map from there. So you know whether whether Melbourne can sort of straighten them out down the stretch. I guess we'll see. Uh, it doesn't help but the Padres, as you mentioned, made the Giants flash at everything could of the deadline. And then Juan Soto went through a stretch like he's never gone through in the entirety of his career. Uh, over the last two weeks, has has been just completely ineffective and given them basically nothing. Now, did they trade much off of their roster for this season? No, they didn't. I, that that was a large part of that deal was giving up, you know, mostly futures for Soto, but. When you make that kind of move, that kind of enormous splash, which the populists have not been shy about making, uh, and then there's a stretch where it looks really rough, that can make for some tough comparisons, especially if the teams you're chasing are succeeding after having, you know, pointedly chosen not to do that.
1: It's interesting. You go back, though, I mean, they, they gave a lot of money to Eric Hosmer. He's not there anymore. They gave a lot of money to Fernando Tatis. We know what's going on with him. Uh, they make the move for Soto. They give up a lot of prospect capital to get him. He hasn't produced. It's, it, there's obviously some moves that have worked for him. It's not like nothing has worked, but there's some high-profile moves in there that uh, whether it's a short-term results like Soto or long-term results uh, haven't quite worked out.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for having the right mixture, right? As, as much as we sort of drill down baseball to the measurables and, and we drill down baseball maybe to its essential components, there are some things that are really hard to quantify. And that, I think, is what makes the game appealing to so many people is that, you know, it, as much as we should be able to anticipate what the most likely outcome is in a given situation, you know, you, you, you ran a neutral baseball season a thousand times, here's the outcome you're going to get. And that makes X decision the right decision over Y. All of those things can be true, but at the same time, you don't run the season a thousand times. You run it once. And if the mix isn't right, if the vibe isn't right, if there's just something a little bit off, it can really put some dust in the gears and, and you can have a team that looks on paper, like it should be a real world series contender. And they're the Padres where they're really fighting to get in the playoffs down the stretch.
1: Yeah. It's uh, a uh, The depth is sometimes just as important as high end talent in baseball. And then uh, everything else that goes along with it and, being in the same room with people for 162 days, its uh, there's a lot going on there. Jeff, I uh, really appreciate you taking some time. Encourage people to uh, read you in the Belleville News, Democrat. Uh, follow you on Twitter at J M Jones, And we'll see you at the ballpark when uh, the team returns.
0: Absolutely. Thanks,
1: Matt. All right, very good. Jeff Jones joining us here on Sports Open Line.